I'm Becky Hennessy. This is The Path of Imperfection, Episode 24, Zipping the Lippy. Welcome, traveler. The Path of Imperfection is all about talking through the stuff and uncovering the what's and how's so that we can embrace ourselves and each other as human, one imperfect step at a time. This is a podcast for anybody with the courage to try. Hello to you all this fine fall day. Well, I don't know if it's fall when you're listening to this. I don't know what the weather is outside on the actual day you're listening to this. But today, for me, it's sunshiny, really cold, but we've got sun out. Next week, folks, next week is the big announcement. But I'm only going to send it to those who have subscribed to the rest stops first. You guys are going to get that announcement before anybody else, before I talk about it on the podcast, before I post it on social media. You guys are my loyals. So you're going to get it first. Make sure you're subscribed so you get that big announcement. You can pass it on to whoever you want, but I'm only reaching out and sending it to you, the folks who have been with me. Otherwise, you're just going to have to wait to hear it here in December. But if you subscribe to those rest stops, it's like an early Christmas present. Who doesn't like early Christmas presents? I am super excited about what it's all about. And hopefully you will be too once you know what it is. <laughs> like my page on Facebook, Becky Hennessy LCSW. Follow me on Instagram at Becky.Hennessy.LCSW. Share the podcast with your friends, your neighbors, your family, your coworkers, the crossing guard on the way to school. One more bossy pants request. Send me an email telling me what you want more of here. You ask, I'll deliver. Shoot me off some ideas. I want you to get what you need here. So tell me what that need is. Becky, B-E-C-K-I-E at Bricks Therapy, B-R-I-C-K-S therapy.com. Becky at Bricks Therapy.com. I'm basically a mind witch, but reading minds over a podcast, that's beyond my pay grade. So you'll have to send me an email to know what your needs are. I'm not going to be able to just kind of figure that out. You guys, mini me turned 11 last week. 11. That is super close to 12, which is almost 14, which is basically 16, which is pretty much 18. 11 years ago, I became a mama. So what that means is I'm pretty sure I know at least a little something when it comes to momming. Maybe not much, but at least a little something. Have I told you all that I'm an independent facilitator for Love and Logic? I think I maybe expressed that or explained that in my first podcast. Honestly, all that really means is that I needed parenting help so bad that I had to go and learn how to do it by learning how to teach it so that it would seal it into my brain. That's all that really means. Love and Logic is a particular kind of parenting philosophy, if you will. It's a Kool-Aid. I'm all about drinking and I have the purple mustache to prove it. I see a lot of kids in my private practice and I see even more parents, intentional parents that just want to do right by their little humans. Often I'm asked, what is the number one skill that a parent can learn and use with their kid that's most important? I don't know if I have the number one skill that's most important for your kid, but what I can let you know is that The first thing that you want to make sure you square away with your kids is what we're going to talk about today. And it comes from my Love and Logic tool bag. The one thing that you have got to completely master before anything else really when it comes to 
interacting with your kiddo is the art of zipping the lippy. Lippy is when there's back talk. So if my kiddo is being super disrespectful, super lippy, it's that they keep running their mouths. Now you're saying to yourself, oh, this is going to be good. Becky's going to teach me how to zip my kid's lips. Oh, you. The art of zipping the lippy has much more to do with you zipping your lips than them zipping theirs. Boo. Turn this hullabaloo off. Hiss. You call yourself a professional? Stick with me. The fuel that stokes the fire with our littles more than anything else is the fuel we pour on it by continuing to engage in an argument or a disrespectful communication pattern. In English, if you continue to say something, they'll continue to argue. You have no control over them. I know that's hard to wrap your head around because you're the parent and they're the kid or you're the grown-up, they're the child. You cannot make them zip their lips. You might think you can. The reality is you can't. The only person's mouth you can make be shut is your own. Even if what you're saying is for them to stop arguing with you or for them to be quiet, if you say something, they will continue to argue. As long as you engage, they'll engage. This is truth, folks. Somewhere, sometime, we grown-ups bought this story that the one with the last word, the one with the loudest word, the one that can lecture the longest wins. That's a story. That's not truth. Truth, the less you say as a grown-up, particularly in an argument with you and a kid, the more effective what you say is. So here's the trick. Here's the hack to end all arguments. And this can work wherever. This can work with grown-ups. This can work with your spouse. This can work with your boss or a coworker. It doesn't just have to be kids. This can work wherever. So kid comes and asks if she can go play with so-and-so at so-and-so's house. This is the same kid who came home a half hour late the day before. Everything in you wants to say, no way. After you got home as late as you did yesterday, I can't believe you even have the nerve or audacity to ask. You want to say that, but you won't. Instead, when she asks to get to go, you say, oh, honey, not today. And here it comes. That's no fair. I know. You're the worst. You never let me do anything. That could be. You love sister way more than me. She gets to do everything she wants. Oh, sweetie. Nice try. This family sucks. This house sucks. Oh, sweetie. I love you too much to argue with you about this right now. Would you like to go be somewhere else or should I? If she doesn't move in five seconds, you do. You say, I can't because I'm cooking in the kitchen. Then it's, sweetie, it is okay to feel blank. It's okay to feel disappointed. It's okay to feel frustrated. It's okay to feel unfairly treated. That's okay. It is never okay to be disrespectful. I love you too much to argue with you about this. I need for you to go be somewhere else. She doesn't move. Shut dinner off. That quite honestly, you're most likely making for her and the rest of the family. And you remove yourself. It'll be fine. You can come turn it back on. That'll be fine. Some days, it's all I can do to spout off what Love & Logic calls a one-liner when somebody wants to argue with me and get it out of my clenched teeth that I love them too much to argue with them so they need to go be somewhere else and for them to move their body. That's okay. It's better than arguing with them. Most days, most days we can be cool as a cucumber. 
kid starts to get mouthy, show up with a one-liner. One-liners sound like, I know, could be. Nice try. And what did I say? Mom, can I go play at so-and-so's house? Not today, honey. But I never get to go play at so-and-so's house. And so-and-so always gets to go play at other people's houses. And I'm not even going to be able to be friends with her anymore. And blah, 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 blah. And what did I say? You said I can't go. Okay. Those are one-liners. Kid keeps it up, keeps going and keeps going. Sweetie, I love you too much to argue with you about this right now. Or coworker keeps it up, spouse keeps it up, sweetheart, spouse, not coworker, sweetheart, I love you far too much to argue with you about this right now. We both need to cool off. Coworker, I respect you too much to have a disrespectful conversation with you. I respect you too much to argue with you about this. With our kiddos, it can be, I love you too much to argue with you about this right now. I would be more than happy to talk to you about this once you're calm. I'd be more than happy to talk to you about this once you can speak respectfully to me. I'd be more than happy to talk to you about this at 6.30 on Saturday morning. Or not even saying when you're available to talk, but simply ending it with, love you too much to argue with you about this right now. If they do not leave the room on their own accord after you've said that, you give them a choice. Would you rather go be somewhere else or do I need to? Them not moving is your cue to move. He who is the calmest, she who is the calmest, he or she who walks away first is the one holding the cards. Now you've got to come back. You don't get to just walk away and not return to it. You've got to tie it up. Once the dust has settled, once you're calm, once they're calm, then you can have a conversation with them. Then their ears might be open to what it is that you have to say. Then that consequence could come out of your mouth. If we show up angry, our kids get wrapped up in our anger instead of anything else. Then it's, my mom's the meanest mom on the planet. She always yells and screams at me. They're not even wrapped up in what they did. If we lecture, if we give an explanation, a reason for whatever they're trying to argue about is what's happening, they will most likely not hear us and they will continue to argue more because they are not in their thinking brain. You have to disengage as the parent or as the spouse or as the coworker. Turn your robot on for a minute. The person that remains the calmest holds the cards again in this situation. We have got to zip the lippy with our kids before we can do anything else. If our kids are disrespectful, if they're in an angry cave person place, they will certainly miss the choice consequence effect or if there's a lesson to be learned. It's only when we choose to not argue with them, we choose to not engage with them. We one-liner it one, maybe two times, and then we remind them that because we love them and care about them too much, we are not going to argue with them. Then lips start to zip. It's got to start with us. So let's commit. Let's commit to not engage with cave people. We are civilized. When our kids are in that angry place, that disrespectful place, they are in their caveman or cavewoman brain. They're not in their thinking brain. Let's commit to use as little words as possible for the most effective consequence as possible. Let's agree that we as the parents are going to hold the cards by zipping our lips and walking away first. And the reward that we're going to receive for that over time, if we are consistent, if we consistently use those one-liners in a quiet, calm way, if we're yelling one-liners, if we're screaming one-liners, if we're spitting one-liners out of our mouth, not going to be effective. So if we're using those one-liners, I know, I know. Well, honey, that could be probably so. Wow. 
if we're using the one-liners the way they're intended and we're zipping our lips, our kids' lips are going to zip too. And we get to hold the cards by staying calm and walking away first. Let's commit to work on this one parenting strategy before we worry about any other ones. Now, if you don't have lippy kids, that's okay. Stay tuned. There's going to be plenty more episodes to talk about some other things in regards to parenting. Enjoy your journey this next week. Brave the battle. Big news. I have written a book, an ebook. This is uncharted territory for me, but I'm leaning into what Father has told me to do, so here we go. <laughs> this book is called Ministering Through Connection. You can get a free copy chapter by chapter by going to my website and by clicking on the little pop-up that happens at the bottom middle of the page. Stick with it. I'm still ironing the kinks out of that. But when it pops up and you go to enter your name, if it shifts down a little bit, stay with that pop-up. Put your information in there so that you can get chapter by chapter ministering through connection. 